Welcome to the Home Inspector Marketing Podcast. Because you're a home inspector looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line, you are in the right place. For additional training resources on how you can grow your home inspection business, go to microreturns.com right now. And now, here's the podcast. Hi, this is Mike Crow, and I run a home inspection business. In fact, I've run a couple of home inspection businesses. The true joy for me, though, has been helping literally thousands of home inspectors build really solid home inspection businesses as well. We can help a single man operation be able to do over $300,000 a year, maybe all the way up to $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Even better for me is the 80 plus companies that we have helped be able to build million dollar home inspection businesses. I would like to help you be able to do the same thing. Today we're continuing Mike's teaching on Atomic Habits from our recent Mastermind event. If you would like to learn more about our Mastermind coaching program, head to MikeCrowReturns.com. And then he talks about some problems people have with, with different things. And so problem number one, winners and losers have the same goals. The 95% have the same goals as the 1%. In their head, in their head, they have the same goals. How many other people do you think have said, you know, I think we should go to Mars. How many people have said that, you know, in our, in our, in our world, in our, on our planet, right? And then you got Elon Musk who is absolutely proving that he's going there, okay? And I have to tell you, it, it was about three months ago. I, the, the la I think the one that really got me was when SpaceX connected to the International Space Station and people got off his spaceship onto the International I, I literally had my family there. I literally had it on TV. And I said, history is being made today. History is being made today. Space is becoming open to commercial ventures, okay? And by the way, you can add up all the other rocket ships together, and SpaceX is bigger than all of them put together. And he is learning how to make it cheaper and faster. <laughs> is it Putin over in, in Russia? He said, well, we don't think you should be able to put satellites over blah, 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 and we're going to start shooting them down. You know what Elon Musk said? Go ahead. We can build them faster and you can shoot them down. He doesn't care, all right? It's, it's just that kind of mindset that changes everything. So winners and losers have the same goals. Uh, problem number two is achieving a goal is only a momentary change. Achieving a goal is only a momentary change. And, and the, one of the biggest things that I think gets, gets left out is that, see, a, a goal, achieving a goal, it says here, is, is changes your life for the moment changes your life for the moment. In order to improve for good, you need to solve problems at the systems level, fix the inputs and the outputs so they will fix themselves. And uh, how many times have you heard somebody go, oh, when I get such and such, I'll be happy. When I get, and you heard, you heard Kevin say it, right? Oh, when I can make $100,000 as a real estate agent, I'll be happy, okay? Now, I have said many times, you know, when we do, when we hit this number, it fixes this. But it's never been about happy. I'm happy right now. I'm ecstatic with my life right now. Have there been unhappy moments? Yes. Have there been sad moments? Yes. We had a lady that worked with us here, and um, an incredible lady, kind of like uh, Miss Belinda. And uh, 
She was 90 years old when she was working here. Can you believe that? 90 years old. And she was, she was one of the lights of my life. And uh, she worked with us for 10 plus years. And when she had her 90th birthday, uh, we had a party in this room. And she liked certain things. She liked Mexican food. And she liked Elvis. And when I heard she was turning 90 and they said, we want to do a party for her, I'm going, hell yeah. And so I started coaching her kids on how to have a real 90th birthday party. And we invited people from church and we invited people from her life and we invited people from where she lived and we invited family. And we, this room was full of people. And then we hired a, an Elvis impersonator, right? <laughs> they thought, really? Uh, hell yeah. Okay, really? And I mean, I have videotape, okay? of him singing here and on the boards and everything. Oh, and by the way, uh, we, had a, we had a photo booth and people got photos with her and everything. She was so encouraging and everything, right? And, um, and he, he got down on one knee and sang to her, you know, uh, and made her the star of the party and everything. Um, she died recently. 97, Susan? 98? 93. 90, 93? She died recently at 93. Everybody that knows her still talks about that party. And everybody, and I spoke at her funeral. That's why I'm working through this. Um, and uh, because of that party, they actually asked me to come speak at her funeral. And because she worked for us for 10 years, and I got to know her better than just most. And me and John Laird, and, and we would go find a Mexican food place once a week, a new Mexican food place, okay? 90 years old and eat Mexican food. She is my hero, okay? I'm just telling you. Um, and uh, so... I held it together during the uh, eulogy or, or my presentation, and then I sat down next to Susan and I just, I just cried. But they were tears of joy, not sadness. I want to be remembered like she was. You know, I want to be remembered. I, I want people to say, I remember when when that happens. But those sort of things come from the habits that we have. And you need to be happy every single day in the piece that you're doing. And every single day, go back to that one question. What am I doing? What's one habit I'm performing so that I'm having a good life? Okay? Will we be happy every day? No. And Susan and I were driving down the road one day. She's going, what is wrong with you today? And Tara said, you know, my mom died last year this, this time. I'm just going to be sad today. But I wasn't, I wasn't not happy because I know where I'm at. And even better, I know where I'm going because of things like this. So, you know, the fourth one thing is goals are at odds for the long-term progress. All right? People want to put these goals out there, and, they, and they're walking towards them. And it's like Kevin said, oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. And Susan and I have this joke. It came from a movie, uh, and, it was, and it was a joke long before the movie, okay? Oh, squirrel, you know? And, and I'm off chasing squirrels all the time. All right. So one of the reasons that these are so important, the book is called Atomic Habits, is because small changes. We played a game the other day, and what was the smallest particle you can name? I think I said a proton, okay? And my family, being the intellectual group they are, said what? Quarks? Okay? Because that's smaller than protons. That's what makes up protons. Chapter 2. Uh, how your habits shape your identity. This is incredibly important. In fact, I, I, I'm, I'm going to 
draw this up here for you because this, this could be life-changing for you. And when I come back for the second part of this, we're going to dive into deeper a little bit more on some of the things. The big thing that I see here a lot of times is that people, you have three parts to things. And most people want to talk about the outcomes, right? This is on page 30, all right? Outcomes. All right, and then this part is the process. And this part is your identity, right? Yeah. So just like most people that grow businesses, they grow their businesses completely backwards. They grow their businesses completely backwards, right? Most people want to think, oh, this is inspectors. Oh, this is client coordinators. Oh, this is marketing, okay? But it's exactly the opposite. On the other page, he put in here that one of the big things that we have to do is make sure that we have uh, identity first. Identity first. Okay? Because your identity will decide what habits that you put into place. Your identity will decide what you do, what you don't do. Okay? And then, then you want to work on the processes. And then the outcomes, that's the bullseye. That's the bullseye. That's the, the main thing that you want to work on. So on page 30, 31, that's in there for you as well. You know, it's one thing to say, I'm the type of person who wants this. It's something very different to say, I'm the type of person who is this. So on page 33, you can see it right here. Page 33, I wrote in wants versus is. I am a person that will never be 200 pounds. I just refuse to be, okay? And Susan will tell you that I change my whole lifestyle if I get to 195, 198, okay? And by the way, she's been losing weight. Just standing next to her, I lose weight. We went to Walt Disney World. I had a nine-course meal. I ate popcorn. I ate ice cream. I ate, you saw me. We had a great time. Nine-course meal. Wasn't that one of the most fabulous meals you've ever had? Okay? I weighed less when I got back than I went when I went there. Okay? Now, I will tell you, I'm fixing that. I've gained some weight since we got back. <laughs> One of the things that I wrote at the bottom of the page is that pride. See, do people try to make you think pride's a bad thing? That's a 95% thing. I want you to understand that. Pride, pride helps us build the right habits. You need to be proud of what you're doing. You need to be proud of who you are. You need to be proud of what you're, what you're doing and everything. And on page 35, it, you know, I, I literally took and put an X through this, okay? Because I want to understand, oh, I'm terrible with directions. Oh, I'm not a morning person. Oh, I'm bad at remembering people's names. Oh, I'm always late. Oh, I'm not good at, uh, you know, technology. Oh, I'm, I'm horrible at math. Oh, I'm sorry. So I wrote over here, and I, I like to do this usually when something like this comes up, and I wrote, ouch. Okay? So I used to say all the time, I'm afraid of heights. Can you imagine a home inspector being afraid of heights, getting up on roofs and, and everything else? And, and by the way, sometimes my knees were doing this, okay? Every one of these statements, you have to kind of change. You have to reposition. And we'll talk a little bit more of that. The goal is not to read a good book. The goal is to become a reader. Do you understand the difference? I feel very badly because we had a guy that was inside our group and he quit. I'm not sure I blame him for quitting because he asked a really important question and I gave him a really answer. Okay? He asked me, Mike, how do you read so many books? 
And at the time, I, I didn't have a good answer. And I'm one of these people that feel like you have to answer instead of say, you know, that's a great question. Let me think about that. And so I gave him a really poor answer. And part of the answer was, I don't. Okay? But the truth is, I do. But I answered it wrong, and I think I hurt him in the process. The more deeply a thought or action is tied to your identity, the more difficult it is to change it. The more deeply a thought or action is tied to your identity, the more difficult it is to change it. It can feel comfortable to believe what your culture believes. And by the way, culture defines whole ways of groups of people think. And I want a culture in my business here where people know that this is family when they walk into this. That's why we have a caretaker. That's why we have people that do things. That's why when Jonathan said, when, when uh, people say, oh, yeah, uh, uh, we do a positive focus, somebody goes, yeah, it's my anniversary or whatever. And we give them $100 and say, hey, man, I want you to, I want you to take your wife out and, and do me a favor. Post a picture of you and your wife out on, you know, having an anniversary dinner. He's giving me thumbs up back there because he's Mike, been one of those guys that I've today. done that with. It's my anniversary. What? My anniversary, me and Gail, just so you know. That is exciting. No. October 20th was, but I mean, I don't know if you could like, do you take a dollar off a day or something? Because I think you still owe me like uh, $65. Mine was yesterday. Yours was yesterday? Yes. And I that is incredible. And, and by the way, now I need, I, I want to hear a couple of things. Her anniversary was yesterday, but she was traveling to get here. Do you think I've ever been away somewhere when it was one of my kids' birthdays? Yep. No, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I celebrated that birthday before I left. Or we scheduled to celebrate it when I got back. Okay? And, uh, you know, the way life works sometimes, things just happen at the same time. And so you, you have to work your way through that. Uh, there's a two-step process to changing your identity. I just want to hit this part, and this is going to be all I have, uh, and then we'll move on, okay? But at the bottom of page 36, the last line there says, the more you repeat a behavior, the more you reinforce the identity. And again, this can be good, this can be neutral, or this can be a bad habit. But the more you repeat a behavior, the more you reinforce the identity. And by the way, I look at you, and I look at him, and I think, I'm going to work out more. All right? And I, when we come back, I'm going to tell you a secret of one of the things that I did with that. But there's, there's two parts of this on the next page, 38 and 39. So it's a two-step process, right? One, one, decide the type of person you want to be. And then two, prove it to yourself and to others with, and what's the key word there? With small wins. Now, when I come back after Davey works with you on some other stuff, I'm going to expand on this, and I'm going to give you some more really just point-blank things that I do in my life that create habits, the secret to creating those good habits a lot of times to make sure that I get where I want to be, okay? But you get to make good choices, and the choices can be small, and they can be big. When I come back, I'm going to give you a series. Uh, uh, I'm going to give you a lot of information. One part of what I'm going to give you is a series of small choices that Susan and I make to help improve our identity with our family, with our faith, 
okay? With our financial, with our fitness, and, and for fun. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. And as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, go to microreturns.com right now.